Shalom and welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily podcast where we read through the entire Bible each year, following the weekly Torah portions. Every day we read a consecutive portion from the Torah, the Prophets, the Writings, and the Apostles. And I am Harriet, and I will be your reader today. And today is Sunday the 2nd of July, or the 13th of Tammuz on the Hebrew calendar. We have a new week, and this week now the uh, parasha, or the portion from the Torah, will be called Pinchas or Phinehas. And the scripture reading from the Torah will be Numbers, Bamidbar, chapter 25, verse 10, through chapter 26 and verse 4. Before we start reading, please join me in blessing and thanking the Lord for His Word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to His people Israel and to all peoples, through His Son, Yeshua the Mashiach, our Master. And we will start in Numbers 25, verse 10. Then the Lord spoke to Moshe, saying, Pinchas, the son of Elazar, the son of Aharon, the Kohen, has turned my wrath away from the sons of Israel, in that he was jealous with my jealousy among them, so that I did not consume the sons of Israel in my jealousy. Therefore say, Behold, I give to him my covenant of shalom. It shall be to him and to his offspring after him the covenant of an everlasting priesthood, because he was zealous for his God and made atonement for the sons of Israel. Now the name of the man of Israel that was slain who was slain with a Midianite woman, was Zimri, the son of Salu, a prince of his father's house among the Simeonites. The name of the Midianite woman who was slain was Cosbi, the daughter of Zur. He was head of the people of the father's house in Midian. The Lord spoke to Moshe, saying, Harass the Midianites and strike them, for they harassed you with their wiles, wherein they have deceived you in the matter of Peor, and in the incident regarding Cosby, the daughter of the prince of Midian, their sister, who was slain on the day of the plague in the matter of Peor. After the plague, the Lord spoke to Moshe and to Elazar, the son of Aharon the Kohen, saying, Take a census of all the congregation of the sons of Israel, from twenty years old and upward, by their fathers' houses, all who are able to go out to war in Israel. And Moshe and Elazar the Kohen spoke with them in the plains of Moab, by the Yarden at Jericho, saying, Take a census from twenty years old and upward, as the Lord commanded Moshe and the sons of Israel. These are those that came out of the land of Mitzrayim. That was Numbers 25.10 through 26.4. And that was the portion from the Torah. Now we'll read from the Prophets, 
Today we will read from the prophet Ezekiel or Yechetzkel, chapters 2 and 3. And he said to me, Son of man, stand on your feet and I will speak with you. The Ruach entered into me when he spoke to me and set me on my feet, and I heard him who spoke to me. He said to me, Son of man, I send you to the sons of Israel, to a nation of rebels who have rebelled against me. They and their fathers have transgressed against me even to this very day. The children are impudent and stiff-hearted. I am sending you to them, and you shall tell them, This is what the Lord, the Lord says, They, whether they will hear or whether they will refuse, for they are a rebellious house, yet they will know that there has been a prophet among them. You, son of man, do not be afraid of them, neither be afraid of their words, though briars and thorns are with you and you dwell among scorpions. Do not be afraid of their words. Do not be dismayed at their looks, though they are a rebellious house. And you shall speak my words to them, whether they will hear or whether they will refuse, for they are most rebellious. But you, son of man, hear what I tell you. Do not be rebellious like that rebellious house. Open your mouth and eat that which I give you. When I looked, behold, a hand was stretched out to me, and behold, a scroll of a book was in it. He spread it before me. It was written within and without, and lamentations, mourning, and woe were written in it. And he said to me, Son of man, eat what you find. Eat this scroll and go, speak to the house of Israel. So I opened my mouth, and he caused me to eat the scroll. And he said to me, Son of man, cause your belly to eat and fill your bowels with the scroll that I give you. Then I ate it, and it was as sweet as honey in my mouth. And he said to me, Son of man, go to the house of Israel and speak my words to them. For you are not sent to a people of a strange speech or of a hard language, but to the house of Israel. Not too many peoples of a strange speech and of a hard language, whose words you cannot understand. Surely, if I sent you to them, they would listen to you. But the house of Israel will not listen to you, for they will not listen to me. For all the house of Israel have a hard forehead and a stubborn heart. Behold, I have made your face hard against their faces, and your forehead hard against their foreheads. I have made your forehead as a diamond harder than flint. Do not be afraid of them, neither be dismayed at their looks, though they are a rebellious house. Moreover, he said to me, Son of man, receive in your heart and hear with your ears all my words that I speak to you. Go to them of the captivity to the children of your people, and speak to them, and tell them, This is what the Lord, the Lord says, whether they will hear or whether they will refuse. Then the Ruach lifted me up, 
and I heard behind me the voice of a great rushing, saying, Blessed be the glory of the Lord from his place. I heard the noise of the wings of the living creatures as they touched one another, and the noise of the wheels beside them, even the noise of a great rushing. So the Ruach lifted me up and took me away, and I went in bitterness in the heat of my spirit, and the hand of the Lord was strong on me. Then I came to them of the captivity of Tel Aviv, that lived by the river Chebar, and to where they lived, and I sat there overwhelmed among them seven days. At the end of the seven days, the word of the Lord came to me, saying, Son of man, I have made you a watchman to the house of Israel. Therefore hear the word from my mouth and warn them from me. When I tell the wicked, you will surely die, and you give him no warning, not speak to warn the wicked from his wicked way, to save his life, that wicked man will die in his iniquity, but I will require his blood at your hand. Yet if you warn the wicked, and he does not turn from his wickedness, nor from his wicked way, he will die in his iniquity, but you have delivered your soul. Again, when a righteous man turns from his righteousness and commits iniquity, and I lay a stumbling block before him, he will die. Because you have not given him warning, he will die in his sin. And his righteous deeds, which he has done, will not be remembered. But I will require his blood at your hand. Nevertheless, if you warn the righteous man that the righteous not sin, and he does not sin, he will surely live, because he took warning, and you have delivered your soul. And the hand of the Lord was there on me, and he said to me, Arise, go out into the plain, and I will talk with you there. So I arose and went out into the plain, and behold, the glory of the Lord stood there, like the glory which I saw by the river Chevar, and I fell on my face. Then the Ruach entered into me and set me on my feet. He spoke with me and said to me, Go, shut yourself inside your house. But you, son of man, behold, they will put ropes on you and will bind you with them, and you will not go out among them. I will make your tongue stick to the roof of your mouth, that you will be mute and will not be able to correct them for they are a rebellious house. But when I speak with you, I will open your mouth, and you shall tell them, This is what the Lord, the Lord says, He who hears, let him hear, and he who refuses, let him refuse, for they are a rebellious house. That was Ezekiel chapters 2 and 3. Now we have our portion from the writings, and we will read Nehemiah, or Nehemiah, chapter 3. Then Eliashiv the Kohen Gadol rose up with his brothers the Kohanim, and they built the sheep gate. They sanctified it and set up its doors. They sanctified it even to the tower of Hameah, 
to the tower of Hananel. Next to him, the men of Jericho built. Next to them, Sakur, the son of Imri, built. Now the sons of Hasenah built the fish gate. They laid its beams and set up its doors, its bolts, and its bars. Next to them, Meremot, the son of Uriah, the son of Hakoz, made repairs. Next to them, Meshulam, the son of Berechiah, the son of Meshezabel, made repairs. Next to them, Tzadok, the son of Baana, made repairs. And next to them, the Tekoites made repairs, but their nobles did not put their necks to the work of their masters. Yoyada, the son of Pasea, and Meshulam, the son of Besodea, repaired the old gate. They laid its beams and set up its doors and its bolts and its bars. Next to them, Melatia, the Gibeonite, and Yadon, the Meronothite, the men of Gibon and Omitzpa, repaired the residence of the governor beyond the river. Next to him, Uziel, the son of Harchaya, of the goldsmiths made repairs. Next to him, Hananiah, one of the perfumers, made repairs, and they fortified Jerusalem even to the wide wall. Next to them, Rephiah, the son of Hur, the ruler of half the district of Jerusalem, made repairs. Next to them, Yediah, the son of Harumap, made repairs across from his house. Next to him, Hattush, the son of Hashabaneah, made repairs. Malchiah, the son of Harim, and Hashub, the son of Pahat. Moab repaired another portion, and the tower of the furnaces. Next to him, Shalom, the son of Halohes, the ruler of half the district of Jerusalem. He and his daughters made repairs. Hanun and the inhabitants of Zanoach, repaired the valley gate. They built it and set up its doors, its bolts and its bars, and one thousand cubits of the wall to the dung gate. Malchiah, the son of Rechav, the ruler of the district of Bet Hacherem, repaired the dung gate. He built it and set up its doors, its bolts and its bars. Shalun, the son of Kol Hose, the ruler of the district of Mitzpah, repaired the spring gate. He built it and covered it and set up its doors, its bolts and its bars, and the wall of the pool of Shelah by the king's garden, even to the stairs that go down from the city of David. After him, Nehemiah, the son of Azbuk, the ruler of half the district of Benzur, made repairs to the place opposite the tombs of David, and to the pool that was made, and to the house of the mighty men. After him the Levites, Rehum the son of Bani, made repairs. Next to him, Hashabiah, the ruler of half the district of Keilah, made repairs for his district. After him their brother, Bavai the son of Henadad, the ruler of half the district of Keilah, made repairs. Next to him, Ezer, the son of Yeshua, the ruler of Mitzpah, repaired another portion, across from the ascent to the armory at the turning of the wall. 
After him, Baruch, the son of Zabai, earnestly repaired another portion, from the turning of the wall to the door of the house of Eliashiv, the Kohen Gadol. After him, Meremoth, the son of Uriah, the son of Hagkoz, repaired another portion, from the door of the house of Eliashiv, even to the end of the house of Eliashiv. After him, the Kohanim, the men of the plain, made repairs. After them, Benjamin and Hashub made repairs across from their house. After them, Azariah, the son of Maaseiah, the son of Ananiah, made repairs beside his own house. After him, Benui, the son of Henadad, repaired another portion, from the house of Azariah to the turning of the wall and to the corner. Palai, the son of Uzai, made repairs opposite the turning of the wall and the tower that stands out from the upper house of the king, which is by the court of the guard. After him, Padiah, the son of Parosh, made repairs. Now the temple servants lived in Ophel, to the place opposite the water gate toward the east and the tower that stands out. After him, the Tekwais repaired another portion opposite the great tower that stands out and to the wall of Ophel. Above the horse gate, the Kohanim made repairs, everyone across from his own house. After them, Tzadok, the son of Imer, made repairs across from his own house. After him, Shemaiah, the son of Shekhaniah, the keeper of the east gate, made repairs. After him, Hananiah, the son of Shelemiah, and Hanun, the sixth son of Salaf, repaired another portion. After him, Meshulam, the son of Berechiah, made repairs across from his room. After him, Malkiah, one of the goldsmiths to the house of the temple, servants, and of the merchants, made repairs opposite the Hamipad gate and to the ascent of the corner. Between the ascent of the corner and the sheep gate, the goldsmiths and the merchants may repair. But it came to pass when Sambalat heard that we were building the wall, that he was angry and was very indignant and mocked the Jews. As he spoke before his brothers and the army of Samaria and said, What are these feeble Jews doing? Will they fortify themselves? Will they sacrifice? Will they finish in a day? Will they revive the stones out of the heaps of rubbish, since they are burnt? Now Tobiah the Ammonite was by him, and he said, What they are building is, if a fox climbed up on it, he would break down the stone wall. Hear, O our God, for we are despised. Turn back their reproach on their own head and give them up for a plunder in a land of captivity. Do not cover their iniquity, and do not let their sin be blotted out from before you, for they have insulted the builders. So we built the wall until the entire wall was joined together up to half its height, for the people had a mind to work. That was Nehemiah on... Nehemiah chapter 3. And now we have our final portion from the Apostolic Writings. 
We will be reading Galatians chapter 2. Then after a period of 14 years, I went up again to Jerusalem with Barnabas, taking Titus also with me. And I went up by revelation, and I laid before them the good news, which I proclaim among the Gentiles, but privately before those who were respected, for fear that I might be running, or had run, in vain. But not even Titus, who was with me, being a Greek, was compelled to be circumcised. And this was because of the false brothers secretly brought in, who stole in to spy out our liberty, which we have in Mashiach Yeshua, that they might bring us into bondage, to whom we gave no place in the way of subjection, not for an hour, that the truth of the good news might continue with you. But from those who were reputed to be important, whatever they were, it makes no difference to me. God does not show partiality to man. They, I say, who were respected imparted nothing to me. But on the contrary, when they saw that I had been entrusted with the good news for the uncircumcised, just as Kepha with the good news for the circumcised, for he who worked through Kepha in the apostleship with the circumcised also worked through me with the Gentiles. And when they perceived the grace that was given to me, Yaakov and Kepha and Yohanan, those who were reputed to be pillars, gave to Barnabas and me the right hand of fellowship, that we should go to the Gentiles, and they to the circumcision. They only asked us to remember the poor, which very thing I was also zealous to do. But when Kepha came to Antioch, I resisted him to his face, because he stood condemned. For before some people for before some people came from Yaakov, he ate with the Gentiles, but when they came he drew back and separated himself, fearing those who were of the circumcision. And the rest of the Jewish believers joined him in his hypocrisy, so that even Barnabas was carried away with their hypocrisy. But when I saw that they did not walk uprightly according to the truth of the good news, I said to Kepha before them all, If you, being a Jew, live as the Gentiles do, and not as the Jews do, why do you compel the Gentiles to live as the Jews do? We, being Jews by birth, and not Gentile sinners, yet knowing that a man is not justified by the works of the Torah, but through faith in Yeshua the Mashiach, even we believed in Mashiach Yeshua, that we might be justified by faith in Mashiach, and not by the works of the Torah, because no flesh will be justified by the works of the Torah. But if while we sought to be justified in Mashiach, we ourselves also were found sinners, is, excuse me, is Mashiach a servant of sin? Certainly not. For if I build up again those things which I destroyed, I prove myself a lawbreaker. For I, through the Torah, died to the Torah, that I might live to God. I have been crucified with Mashiach, and it is no longer I that live, but Mashiach lives in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, 
I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself up for me. I do not reject the grace of God, for if righteousness is through the Torah, then Mashiach died for nothing. That was Galatians chapter 2. And if you are reading through the apostolic writings twice this year, or this cycle, you would also read Luke chapter 10 today. This has been Harriet with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. I wish you Shavuot Have a blessed new week with the Lord and with His Word. Mm-hmm.